you know that this morning the Lord will touch you, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the ancient of days for this opportunity that he has given to us to be at his presence again this morning. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. We give you adoration. We thank you for waking us up to see this beautiful day, the Resurrection Sunday. Father, we worship you. We magnify your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Glory be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We thank you for every member of our family. We thank you for what you intend to do for us this morning. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name. In the name of Jesus, glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God. We are going to cry unto him and say, My Father, I'm here again at your presence this morning. Lord, be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, do something new and something marvelous for me this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, Lord, let there be transformation in my life this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the windows of heaven be opened unto us. And let there be a party of your grace. Let there be a party of your power. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God. Lord, let the sick be healed. In the name of Jesus, let every family represented be touched by your power this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God and say, My Father, Lord, this morning let me be sanctified and be purged by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, let any form of defilement in my spiritual body be removed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that this morning you will cancel every negative dreams of the night by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, this morning we cancel the dream of failure we cancel the dreams of death in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your blood prevail for us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that as we go out this morning, you will mark us with, the, with your blood for, 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 for sanctification and for protection. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice unto God. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, this morning, let every bondage in my life be, be broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, set me free from every satanic bondage. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let each and every one of us be set free from every bondage of failure in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us be set free from every bondage of sin in the name of Jesus. Lord, set us free from every satanic bondage by your power in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice unto God. We are going to cry unto him and say, Lord, this morning, let your light shine upon my life. In the name of Jesus, let darkness disappear. Out of my life, let darkness disappear. Let darkness disappear out of my home. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we ask that this morning you will shine your light upon us. In the name of Jesus, and let darkness disappear. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for answer to our prayers. Lord, as we go into your word very briefly, Holy Spirit, come and minister unto us. In the name of Jesus, 
do the impossible in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Very quickly this morning, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 14. And I'm going to read from verse 46 to 47. Mark 14, 46 to 47, as we continue uh, with our series on considering the last week of Christ before he was arrested and he was crucified. We are just looking at events that surround that one week. Mark 14, 46 to 47, the Bible says, Then they laid their hands on him and took him. They laid their hands on him and took him. Now, for us to have a, 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 a good background of the story, let me back up to verse 43. I'm going to read from verse 43. The Bible says, And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude, with sword and clubs, came from the chief priest and the scribes and the elders. Now his betrayer had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and lead him away safely. And as soon as he had come, immediately he went up to him and said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, and he kissed him. Look at that. He was still calling him Rabbi. The meaning of Rabbi means master, master. But he was about to betray the Lord. And look at verse 46. Then they laid their hands on him and took him. I want to pray for somebody this morning. That every evil hands that the enemy has laid upon you to take you, the Lord will cut it off this morning. In the name of Jesus. I say any evil hand that, that the enemy has laid upon any of your children Upon anything that belongs to you, the Lord cut it off this morning. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said they laid their hands on Jesus and took him. But I want us to know that Christ himself submitted himself unto them. He didn't argue with them because he knew that his time to die has come. And I know that this is not the time for you to die. Christ has died for you. I want to pray that prayer for you again. Any evil hands that the enemy has laid upon you to fight against your destiny. I pray that this morning the Lord cut it off. In the name of Jesus. And look at verse 47. Where we are going. And one of those who stood by drew a sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And cut off his ear. Now, the, the, same, the same event, if you are reading this from, from, uh, from, uh, Luke, from Luke chapter 22, for example, the Bible makes us to understand that that night when Christ was to be arrested, there were some of his disciples, at least two of them, that had sword with them. In Luke twenty-two thirty-eight, 38, the Bible says, So they said, Lord, look here at two swords. And he said to them, it is enough. So there were at least two swords. And the book of John, the book of John chapter 18 from verse 10 to 11, will make us to understand that Simon Peter was one of the disciples carrying sword. 
John chapter 18 from verse 10 to 11, the Bible said, Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Marcus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheet. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? So we, we see here that the disciples that cut off the right ear of that man called Marcus was Peter indeed. Now, the same event in Luke 22, Luke 22 from verse 50 to 51, the Bible says, And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Now, I want us to know that, Christ, I mean, that Peter was actually going to cut off the head of that man. But he only missed target. <laughs> and the sword just cut off the, the hair. And look at verse 51. Even at the point of arrest. Look at what Jesus did. But Jesus, look at that. But Jesus answered and said, Permit even this. And he touched his hair and healed him. Look at that. Look at that. He was the one that the, 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 those enemies came to arrest. And one of his disciples happened to cut off the ear of one of his enemies. But Jesus healed the he Bible says he touched the ear and healed it. What, what, a, what a loving Jesus. What a compassionate Jesus. Even at the point when he was arrested, he was still doing good. He was still healing the sick. Even when people came, the people that were supposed to kill him, when they came to arrest him, he was still doing them good. What a compassionate Jesus. And that's why this morning, I, I, want, to, I want to just uh, share with us very briefly on what I've titled, Dealing with Intolerance Among the Disciples. Dealing with Intolerance Among the Disciples. Now, when, when those mob were being led by Judas to come and arrest Jesus, you know, the Bible makes us understand that Peter was trying to defend Jesus. And it's a good thing to defend the cause of the gospel. It's a good thing to defend the Lord Jesus Christ. But we need to watch how we do it. And that's why we want to consider that. Dealing with intolerance among the disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, I want us to know that Peter should have realized that it is not the will of God that somebody should kill another man by sword. For example, according to Genesis chapter 9 verse 6, Genesis chapter 9 verse 6, the Bible says, Whoever shed man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. So every man is valuable before God. Every man. Do you know even the worst sinner is still valuable before God? Until when that sinner dies and then go to a fire. But in as long as he's still alive, his, his life is still valuable. Because every sinner is a potential saint. If only they will believe in the Lord Jesus as their Savior. In fact, in Revelation chapter 13 verse 10, it was also repeated again that God, God forbid killing by sword. Revelation 13 verse 10, the Bible says, He who leads into captivity shall enter into captivity. And he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. And here is the patience and the faith of the saint. Now, somebody may want to ask me this morning, Brother Peter, are you saying that we should not go and buy gun 
or get a, a good sword to defend ourselves? Are you saying that we should not protect our our first amendment or well, first? Uh, I, I, I forgot how they say it. You know, the, the right to carry weapons. Now, we, I'm not saying that we should not carry weapons, but we need to be careful how we deal with intolerance. How we deal with intolerance among ourselves. Now, as we look at this, uh, just this singular verse, that is verse 47 of Mark 14, there are three points I want to give us and then we'll go and pray. The first thing I want us to know, number one, when it comes to dealing with intolerance, I want us to know that our God whom we serve is a God that also has some attitude towards what is evil. And the attitude of God towards what is evil is also intolerant. God does not like evil. He doesn't like anything evil. Like according to Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13, the Bible says you are of a purer, purer eyes than to behold evil and cannot look on wickedness. God doesn't look on wickedness. He's so holy that he cannot even tolerate to look at wickedness. The book of Numbers 25 verse 3, uh, you know, when, when the children of Israel, when they joined to Bar, the Bible said God's anger arose against them. So we need to understand that God doesn't tolerate evil. The God that we serve doesn't tolerate evil. It doesn't tolerate evil. And we are not supposed to tolerate evil. And know that Peter wasn't, you know, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, he didn't want to tolerate evil. He didn't want to tolerate the enemy of God. That was why he struck the 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 the, the ear of that uh, high priest uh, son to cut off his ear. So we have to know that God also doesn't tolerate evil. In fact, in Psalm 5 verse 6, the Bible says, You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloody, thirsty, and the deceitful men. God does not tolerate evil. Then number two, also as human beings, we we, part of our attitude is not to tolerate evil. As human beings, as disciples of Christ, part of our attitude is not to tolerate evil or to tolerate anything that God doesn't support. That's why, for example, in Psalm 69 verse 9, the Bible says, Because the zeal for your house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of those who reproach you are falling on me. The reproach of those who reproach you has fallen on me. I want us to know that at that point when Peter you know, took out his sword, he was defending Christ. But he didn't do it the right way. He, you know, he didn't do it the right way. Because this was the same Peter that when Jesus Christ was, was praying, he was sleeping. If you remember, he was sleeping with John and James. They were both sleeping. They didn't pray when Christ was praying. Now, when the enemy was about to come and arrive, uh, when the enemy was about to come to arrest Jesus, now they want to start using their, their, their physical or carnal weapon. And this is what happened. Whenever a Christian doesn't pray, when the time for battle comes, that Christian will use carnal weapon instead of using spiritual weapon. We are only expected to use spiritual weapon, not carnal weapon. And that was what Peter did. He was... He was trying to defend the Lord, but with carnal weapon. It's there for him to have used spiritual weapon. The book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, 
The Bible says, but reject profane and old wife fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. Look at that. You know, as Christians, we, we, are, we, are, we are supposed to have intolerance towards ungodliness. In fact, we are also supposed to have intolerance towards sin. To be, as a Christian, we are not supposed to tolerate sin. In the book of Revelation chapter 2 verse 20, the Bible says, Nevertheless, when, this was when God was speaking about a church called Titara. He said, Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allowed that woman called Jezebel, who called herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servant, to commit sexual immorality, and eat things sacrificed to hide us. So God said, the only thing I have against you, you this church, is because you permitted the operations of a woman called Jezebel among you. So God expects us not to tolerate sin. We are not supposed to tolerate sin. The book of Job chapter 28 verse 28, the Bible says, And to the man he said, Behold, to fear the, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Now, the third point before we go and pray, because I want us to be very brief this morning, is when it comes to our intolerance, we, our, when it comes to our intolerance, it is usually a matter of decision. When it comes to our intolerance, it is usually what? A matter of decision. And there are two decisions. Number one, you know, when, when, we, when we see anything that we, don't, we can't tolerate as a Christians, it can lead to good decision. It can what? It can lead to good decision. For example, in the book of Luke 18, 4 to 5, the Bible says, And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. Lest by her continual coming she worry me. This was the story of that Jesus Christ told, or a parable that he gave about a widow woman that kept going to unjust judge to get justice for herself. But the Bible says each time the the widow woman went to the judge, the judge did not answer her. Until when they got a point, the judge now said, You know what? Because this widow keeps coming at me. If I don't do for her what she's asking for, she will weary me out. And because of that, the Bible said, the unjust just, the unjust judge rather, she, I mean the unjust judge actually took vengeance for that woman. Although he was unjust, he was a wicked judge, but because the woman kept going to, to him, he did what was right. So, so even when we see something that we cannot tolerate, as Christians, we should allow that to move us to do what is right, not what is evil. In the case of Peter, when Peter saw what he didn't like, when he saw that the, the, his master was about to, be, uh, about to be arrested, Peter took sword and cut off the hair of somebody. Now, another thing is this. When it comes to our intolerance, it should lead us it, it should not lead us to make a bad decision. It should only lead us to what? To make a good decision. Now, we see from Luke chapter 22, from verse 50 to 51, that that thing that happened made Jesus to heal the, the, the boy whose ear was cut off. Jesus touched 
his ear and healed him. He didn't say, well, this is my enemy. Let me just allow him to bleed to death. Jesus was still doing good at the point of his arrest. That should be, that should be how to, to, to react when we see something that we don't like. And, and as opposed to what Peter did, you know, Peter allowed that incident to move him to do what is wrong. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. So when it comes to intolerance, it should lead us to make good decisions, not a bad decision. Like the decision that Peter made by cutting off the ear of somebody. So in conclusion, in conclusion, what we are just trying to exhort ourselves about is that whenever we see something that we don't like as Christian, we must not allow our carnality to take over our emotion. We must allow whatever we see that we don't like to move us to do what is right. Do you know there are people today who have killed others out of hatred? There are people today who have killed others out of, out of jealousy? There are people today who have killed others out of revenge because they are trying to revenge the evil that has been done against them. And we are, we, as Christians, we are not supposed to take law into our hand. It, let, me, let me just illustrate this as we round off. You know, it's just like maybe a, a, a thief came to, to steal from somebody's house. And then you saw the thief as a Christian. What you're supposed to do is to call 911 and let the police come and do their work. But if you say, well, I, I want to defend myself, in as long as the thief doesn't hurt you, if it's just stealing, call the 911 and let them send a, a, a police to, you know, to come and to come and deal with that thief. In as long as the thief doesn't take out gun to co to come and shoot you, you don't need to shoot them. They are just stealing. Whatever they are stealing is just material things that will perish. It's not that they are they are trying to kill you. They are not pointing God to you to kill you. It's not like you are trying to defend yourself. Why do you need to go and buy God to 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 do that? So we should rather allow the the law enforcement let them do their job. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to, we are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning. And say, my Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, let, let the joy, because this morning is the, is the Resurrection Sunday. I want us to first pray some prayer on that, and then we pray other prayers uh, you know, that, that concerns this morning message. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my Father, let the joy of, of resurrection the joy, the joy that Jesus is risen. Let the joy of resurrection, let it fill our heart this morning. Shall we begin to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that this morning you will fill our heart with the joy of resurrection. The joy that Jesus is risen. Let it fill our heart in the name of Jesus. The joy of resurrection. Let it fill our heart in the name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Lord, fill my heart with your joy in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to quickly pray about intolerance very quickly. Now, we are going to lift up our voice unto God and say, My Father, help me to overcome behaving in a carnal way as a Christian. Do you know in one way or the other, many of us, we have acted like Peter. The same way Peter acted. Taking sword to cut off somebody's ear. Maybe we didn't take out a, a physical sword to cut somebody's ear. Maybe, maybe by the words of our mouth. 
We have, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have used sword to cut people into pieces. Hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every manifestation of the works of the flesh be crucified in my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let every manifestation of the works of the flesh be crucified in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we don't want to act in a carnal way. We don't want we don't want to act in a in a way that will not give glory to your name. Lord, help us to overcome carnality. In the name of Jesus, let every manifestation of the work of the flesh be crucified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, when it comes to intolerance, give me the grace to follow the example of Christ. Look at what Christ did. That was what touched me about that incident. The Bible says, Jesus touched the ear of that man called Marcus, whose ear was just being cut off by, by, by one of his disciples. Jesus healed him. Now, if I were to be the one, somebody was trying to defend me. Uh, uh, to be honest, I would let the person do his work. Okay, you know, he saw that somebody <laughs> wanted to arrest me, and another person come to defend me. I will, I will say, please de defend me very well. Defend me very well, you know. And thank God that Jesus Christ did not allow Peter to defend him very well, because Peter would have keep cutting. He only targeted the ear. Maybe he would have cut the neck next. He said, you know what, I, I, I missed my target, let me apply the sword again. Maybe he would have cut, his, cut off his arm, maybe he would have cut off his head. But thank God for Jesus. He said, Peter, enough! This is the time for me to, 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 to submit myself. He surrendered himself. He knew that the time for him to die has come. I want us to pray because Christ showed us a very, very important lesson which many of us might have missed. I don't want us to miss that in this year Easter, that even when people are doing us evil, we should not repay them with evil. That was that's the point. Christ touched the hair, he touched it. He could have said, You know what? I will allow you to bleed to death. You want to kill me, you want to arrest me, then you, you will pay for it. But instead of doing that, it touched the hair. I want us to open our mouth and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to follow the example of Christ in reacting against my enemy. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, Lord, we pray that you will help us to follow the example of Christ. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, help us to be, to be loving, to be compassionate like Christ. Let, let us be merciful like Christ. Help us to be merciful like Christ. In the name of Jesus, help us to be compassionate. Help us to be loving. Help us to be caring. Even, for, even to people who don't love us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. now. We are, we are, we are praying now. We are going to lift up our voice and say, my father, let every satanic spirit. Now, we are now, this is now a spiritual battle warfare now. Okay, we have gone beyond the physical to the spiritual now. Now, in the realm of the spirit, sometimes the devil or the enemy can assign some spirit. This is not human being now. Some spirit to come and arrest us. Do you know there are people that they, they dreamt, they saw themselves being handcuffed in, in their dreams and somebody took them away. This is what we want to deal with now. We are talking about spiritual matter now. So we are going to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let every, every, every spirit 
or let every power that have been assigned to come and arrest me or to come and arrest any member of my, of my family, let that power be arrested and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic power, every satanic spirit that have been assigned to come and arrest us, to come and maybe in our dream, maybe when we are sleeping, any power that have been assigned to be harassing us, to be insulting us, this morning we come against you, be arrested and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We cut you off with the sword of fire. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And that was what Peter was supposed to have done. When, you know, yesterday we considered the burden and the bleeding of Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. When Christ was, 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 was praying, when Christ was in agony, and the Bible said the sweat dropping from his body was like that drop of blood, Peter was sleeping. And that was why, you know, because Christ prayed ahead of the temptation, when the temptation took place, Jesus was able to act right. But Peter who was sleeping, when Christ was praying, he acted in a carnal way. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God for the spirit of prayer. The spirit of what? Of prayer. Now, let me explain something to us. As a Christian, any Christian who is praying does not commit sin. Any Christian who always pray does not commit sin. But look at it. Let me, let me reverse that statement. Any Christian will easily commit sin if he or she doesn't pray. Any Christian will easily commit sin if he or she doesn't pray. But any Christian that pray always or that is always praying will not always commit sin. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, this morning, let me be filled with the spirit of prayer and supplication. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. It is only through prayer that we can overcome carnality. It is only through prayer that we can overcome carnality. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, Lord, this morning I receive the spirit of prayer and supplication. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give us the spirit of prayer and supplication. In the name of Jesus, help us to overcome carnality. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, Come and give me a new spiritual weapon to fight spiritual battle. Yes. Now, I want us to know that there, there are battles that take place in the unseen world. Unseen world, just to bring it to our understanding, that is the world we cannot see. The unseen world, that is the world that we see when we go to sleep. Just a little aspect of it. Do you know when we are sleeping, there are demons walking on the streets. When we are sleeping, there are demons flying in the air. There are demons having meetings on the trees, having meetings in the waters. These are the unseen world. But for us as Christians to overcome them, we need spiritual weapons. We need spiritual weapons. Do you know there are people that they sleep in their bed, on their own bed that they bought with their own money, they, 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 something will come and, 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 and grab them in the dream, maybe on their bed and begin to press them. Begin to press them as if, 
as if as, as if that thing want to choke life out of them. Do not some people they on the same on their bed that they bought with their own money, they wake up and they see stretch marks on their body because some demonic spirit come to do them assault. Some demonic spirit come to harass them. And that's why we want to pray for spiritual weapon. The sword that Peter used was he was supposed to use spiritual sword, not physical sword. What we need to fight is spiritual weapon. Not what? Not physical weapon. I'm not saying, you know, if you are in the U.S., if you, are, if you can say, well, we have the right to, to carry a gun. Just be careful. But there is a gun that you can ask God to give you, with which you can fight in the realm of the spirits. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, this morning, give me a new spiritual weapon. Yes, if you know how to use a gun, you can ask God. God will give you gun. This morning, so that when you are in your dream, when you sleep, and some strange spirit, some strange power come to torment you, you'll be able to what? You'll be able to fight against them. Do you know some of us, because we don't have weapons to fight, when the enemy comes to harass us in our dream, we are always running away. Some people will be running and running and running. When you should turn back and face that enemy and destroy them in your dream. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, this morning, give me a new spiritual weapons. To fight against powers of darkness, to fight against sin, to fight against demon, to fight against Satan. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray for spiritual weapons. Yes, give us new spiritual weapons. To fight against demons, to fight against sin, to fight against evil. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for new spiritual weapons. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. For some of us, God will give us a new sword. Yes, a new sword. For some of us, God will surround us with angels. Angels that can fight on our behalf. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, I don't want to be overcome by, 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 by battles that take place in an unseen world. Lord, renew my weapons. This morning, give me a new weapon to fight. A weapon to fight against sin. Weapon to fight against the devil. Weapon to fight against the enemy. Weapon to fight against every spiritual forces. I Receive that weapon this morning in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice according to Isaiah 54 verse 17. The Bible says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Do you know when those, when those uh, mob came to arrest Jesus? They came with sword. They also came with sword. That was why Peter took out his sword. But this was the sword he was supposed to have taken out in the realm of the spirit when Christ was praying, you know. So, so what I'm saying is this. The enemies, they also have weapons. I'm talking about spiritual enemies now. I'm talking about spiritual enemies. They also what? They have weapons that they use against us. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My father, let every satanic weapons be used against me by the enemy. This morning, let those weapons be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Weapons they are using to fight against your career. Weapons they are using to fight against your head. Weapons that they are using to fight against your children. Weapons that they are using to fight against your marriage. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, let every satanic weapons 
being used to fight against my business, being used to fight against my life, let those weapons be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, let weapons of witchcraft be destroyed. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Mayakunda Likapa, destroy every satanic weapon being used against us. In the name of Jesus, the weapons of the enemy will not work against us anymore. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to place our hand on our chest. There's something, with the, you know, the, the first time I, I read that scripture with understanding, that I'm talking about Luke 22, Luke 22, verse 50 to 51, when Christ, at the point of his arrest, still healed the, the, the hair of one of the soldiers that came to arrest him. It touched my life. I want, I want to say this. It touched my life. And I've been praying for grace to be like Christ. The grace to be, to be gentle like Christ. You know, and that is what, part of the lesson we should learn from this Easter. That we can, we, can, we, can, we can still be able to deal with our enemies. I'm talking about our physical enemy now. People that, that hate on us. You know, people that they, 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 would rather, they, they would rather criticize us. You know, God wants us to deal with them like Christ, the same way like Christ deal with them. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, help me to act like Christ. Give me the, the, give me the, 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 the compassion of Christ, the loving kindness of Christ. Let it come upon me. I want to love like Christ. I want to, I want to deal with people like Christ, the same way Christ dealt with them. You know, Christ has come to show us the template of how we should live our life as Christians. You know, at this point, we are not supposed to copy Peter. I say, well, Peter used sword. I will also go and buy a gun. I will keep a gun in my house. I will carry a gun anywhere I go. Don't do that. You know, we, we should rather be gentle like Christ. You know, we should rather allow the loving kindness of Christ to also manifest in our lives. So we are going to lift up our voice as we pray this last prayer point before we round up and say, my father, Lord, let the, let, let, let the gentility of Christ, the loving kindness of Christ, the, the, the compassion of Christ, let it come upon me. I want to love like Christ. I want to even be like Christ. Help me to walk in the same steps as Christ walked. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you will help us to love like Christ. Help us to be gentle like Christ. Help us to be compassionate like Christ. Help us to follow the steps of Christ. In the name of Jesus, especially in dealing with our enemies. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, I want us to open our mouth and say, My Father, this morning, let me be empowered. As I go out in the journey of today, Lord, empower me for success. Give me the power to, to have dominion over sin. Give me the power to walk in dominion over every forces of darkness. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for power. Lord, as we go out this morning, let us be empowered to walk in dominion over sin, over sickness, and over every satanic forces. In the name of Jesus, Lord, this morning we receive power. Power over sin. Power over sickness. Power over every spiritual forces. Waking one against us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you give us the power to even love like Christ. To do things the same way Christ did it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for this opportunity that you have given to us. 
to be at your presence. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we go out this morning, let us be protected from all danger, from all evil. In the name of Jesus, and the weapons. And the enemy want to use to fight against us today. We destroy those weapons. Now, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will fill us with the spirit of prayer and supplication. In the name of Jesus, help us to overcome carnality. In the name of Jesus, when we are dealing with things that we cannot tolerate, give us the grace to follow the example of Christ. In the name of Jesus, even as we are celebrating the Easter Sunday today, Lord, let the power of resurrection begin to work in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I don't even the devil knows. Say not true. Oh.